The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Tomorrow, Black and Abdallah are going to be in for Greeny, so we'll cross talk with them. They're on tonight, 6 to 8. Thanks to Chris and Adam for producing today. Thanks for listening, calling, and participating. It's time for Crosstalk. Meller's in for Sylvie. It's Waddle and Sylvie to get you home Have your headset. on this hump day. Hump a couple day. things that we want to talk about here with you guys, including, uh, you know, we, now, we have to wait now all the way till next Tuesday to get another sports, cl- uh, get another uh, Great Clips uh, top 25 moment. Yes, you do. I can't believe we have to wait that long. I, uh, I liked yesterday's. I think that the Kaner tying goal, the Hosa winning goal in Game 5 back in 2010 is very deserving of being on the list of the greatest Chicago sports moments of the last 25 years. I have no problem with it. I also don't remember I, it, oh, to be wow, honest really? with you. Yeah, my memory sucks so bad. I'm guessing... When I heard it, though, Carm, one of the... First of all, I got some, 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 you know, some chill bumps from it because it is. You hear Doc Emmerich and Eddie, and you just go back oh, in time. I agree. I heard you say that. I agree. Like their presentation of painting the picture, phenomenal. Like as good as any play-by-play and color analyst. I think it's great duo of in any sport. I like this list that you guys are doing. There's, I, I think there's a lot to pack in, and there are going to be things that are left out. Like. Look, with the Hawks, and I get hockey's not as popular, but that run was spectacular. A moment like that is deserving. 2010 in Philly is going to be deserving. I know it's on the list. Yeah, May. 17 seconds. Could be. I don't know how many other Hawks moments will be on there. Mm -hmm. I wonder if Patrick Kane getting drafted is on there. Probably not, because who knew what it would turn out to be? Don't know. The guy's going to go down as the greatest American-born hockey player to ever live. Yeah. If he's not already there. Dale Talon pick? Was that a Dale yes. Talon pick? Yes. Yeah, both yeah, he and I mean, Taves. He, he helped change. Yes. He helped change. Was that a layup? Like, where was Kaner taken? Kane was one. number one. No, was no, one. So that was a no-brainer. But they never, but, but that draft was considered at the time. Like, they're like, yeah, this Kane kid's good, but he's small. Yes. And it's not going to be a generational type of talent. Not like the Connor he, McDavid. Right. Okay. And he's a generational, and I'm not even telling you he's Connor McDavid. He's, he's, I get a, winger. he's, he's a winger. He's a winger. He's not but, a center his size. And he's not Sid Crosby. But he's a generational talent, and he's the best American-born hockey player to ever live. Pretty Shelly significant. okay with that? I think Shelly would. I think we asked Shelly, and Shelly even yeah. joked. Yeah. He said he's not giving him the defensive right. part, part of the conversation. I about. think Kaner's one and Shelly's two. Yeah, That's Brian awesome. Leach is in there. Leachy. Where's uh, Madonna? Mike Madonna, Yurko. Absolutely. Joe Mullen would be on that list. The great Eddie O. We couldn't rip off too many names without getting uh, around Eddie O, who scored more than 350 goals in the NHL. But Mullen, Madano, Leach, those guys. Kevin Stevens in that list anywhere? Close? Mm, no. Top 25, no. 30, 40, no. 50? No. He was great because he played with Mario Lemieux and he right. had a nice little Lemieux. run there. I but joking. Yeah, Went to yeah. college with him think, and, th- and, uh, and Leach. I think Brian uh, Leach was phenomenal. I think Austin Matthews has already... Jumped, huh, Austin Matthews jumped Kevin Stevens. Uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> Austin Matthews is great, and when he's all done, he might be the best. So, yeah, no, that is true. Austin Matthews is a, spe- is a special talent. The Hawks play him tonight. So, uh, good lit. I liked it yesterday. I liked the debate. So, what did that you think? Of the, so, you mentioned this off uh, at the you know at the break. Um, number twenty four. You didn't hear number twenty four right, was the was, drafting of Justin it was Fields. Fields. 
And like I was kind of I resisted it, but this is a consensus. So, you know, majority rules. Girls are disgusting. I was like, boy, this is really this is putting the cart before the horse, so to speak. We got a long way to go. I guess it's on how you interpret this thing, Tommy, because you're right. It feels cart before the horse. But in that moment, like it's not the most exciting. It's the greatest uh, Chicago yeah, sports that, moment of the last I'm 25 lean, years. I'm more lean with you. And again, I, I, I didn't. I did not. I did not pound the table. I did not stomp my feet. This was a consensus pick. You just let your feelings be known. I just said, look, like three years from now, he may be top five, or he may be out of the list. We just don't know yet. Right. The hope is, is that this is finally our guy. But it feels a little cart before the horse. Not there yet. I know I'm, you know, you go through the Super Bowl. Must have been tough coming up with 25. (laughs) The question isn't to most people, hey, what do you think about Justin? It's how much do you like Justin? It's like you you hear a lot of leading questions. Yeah. So we'll find out. One way or another, that spot, if we get five, ten years removed, it'll either be too high or too low. Yeah. And I I don't think it will. Yes, you're right. I think 20, you know, being 24th won't be an adequate representation when we get a little bit of time and distance. Mm. So I will admit this might have, might be a way of us hedging just a bit to have it on the list. Because, again, this wasn't the 25 most Ugh. exciting moments. Because yeah. there's, it's certainly possible it's that the greatest we, moments. had we done this list in 2019, that Mitch that Trubisky, Mitch the drafting it. of sure. Mitch Trubisky, that, sure. would that, be If you remember Absolutely. in the meetings, that yep. was what I was saying. That that's a good point. I saw, I'm more lean with you, Waddle. You're right. I mean, it... It's hard to know that that's the gr- one of the greatest moments because we just don't know yet. We're all very hopeful and encouraged by Justin, I think, or at least a lot of us are. But we don't know yet that he's going to be great. Absolutely. I loved your guys' quarterback list today. Did you like the list? I did. you like the group? Do you think nine's too many to have in the difference maker group, or is that okay? Well, I mean, look, I... I, I had nine quarterbacks. No, because you're saying difference makers. You can be a difference maker without being elite. Okay. Like, I think that if you if one of your categories is elite, there's only a couple, couple. of names in all there. Right, fair enough. But for difference makers, yeah, nine. There are, not, whoever you listed, they I were had, all difference makers. I had Mahomes, makers. Burrow, Herbert, Hertz, Allen, Rodgers, Lamar, Trevor Lawrence, and Tua. All difference makers. Yurko brings up a good point about Tua. Unfortunately, I, had, yeah. I didn't have to. I did not have two on yeah, my That would out. be my difference maker list. And I was my, playing along with yeah. you guys at home, and I did not have two. Okay. No, I so I might be out on an island a I little bit. I put Russell that. Wilson as uh, my wild card. He might be in that top nine, but not right now. No. Until Maybe with he, he and Sean Payton kind of figure each you, other out. You need to uh, blow in another text to Sean Payton. Start peppering him up. Get him on before he starts the really. The problem is. Uh, he's done some media we, over we, the last couple weeks. He thinks he's texting this Sean Payton. True. He's texting Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah. You got, yeah that is problematic. True. Right. Well, now that you've made the mistake once, don't make it again. Yeah, next I, next I time he'll be, he'll be uh, texting uh, Leroy Butler. Yeah, we never know. <laughs> The ghost. Sean's kind of ghosted us these last couple of months. I keep hearing him pop up on podcasts. Not just that. He said he was never going to do a podcast, which is crazy. I don't understand it. Hmm. He said, we're, we're working goes, on Andy do we start, we're working on Sean. He goes, when do we start the podcast? Oh, you'll get Andy. Hey, you'll get Andy. He goes, where do we start the podcast? He goes, we just did it for the last half hour. He goes, oh, I don't want to do podcasts anymore. And he was only going to do radio shows. Hmm. We'll get him. We'll get him. Yeah, I'd like to see how it is. I, think the, uh, I think the Kansas City parade has now been going for quite some time now. I think oh, the speeches yeah. were about to begin about 10 minutes well, ago. Is Kelsey going to get up there? If I have oh, to hear I'm Travis sure. Kelsey, 
tell us how the, none, nobody the world, believed in him. You were like the third choice to win the Super Bowl. Yes. I don't know what, where this year, comes from. In a year when a lot of people said you're rebuilding in certain areas, but we're still going to put you third. <laughs> you were 5-1 to one to win the Super right. Bowl, and nobody... I mean, like, what is this? When did nobody this start? Nobody believed in us except for the 5-1 to one people in Vegas. Is this like a, a remnant Car- from Carmen. Michael in The Last Dance where, like, the- Michael admitted to making up the LeBron... Uh, who was it? LeBradford uh, Smith. LeBradford Smith. Michael admitted to, like, making up the LeBradford Smith stuff to motivate him. Like, now all of a sudden... It's been like, like this for decades. The Golden like State say Warriors it. are in the middle of a dynasty, and they're like, nobody thought we could win. We're like, actually, you were 4-1 to one to course. win. Like, what, it's, it's that what way all mean? the time. I mean, Lovey Smith made a career out of it. He got the entire team to hate every one of us in the media because he told them all that none of us gave him a chance. <laughs> Despite you look at the Sun Times and everyone, your preseason picks, Bears will go fourteen and, and two and I win mean, the like, division. What? Like, I don't understand this. Kelsey's yelling at everybody Sunday night yes. about the world counted us out, and it's like, no, dude, you were is, actually. A... Is it? Is it because they were a point and a half underdog? Yeah, I it's don't the know. first time Patrick Mahomes has been an underdog in a playoff game. I right? know, maybe that's it, but. You were a point and a half underdog. The implied odds on a point and a half underdog is like coin flip. Fifty-two yeah. percent. It's basically a coin flip. Yeah. Well, and by the way, they are the pre, the early, early, early preseason favorite to win the next of Super course. Bowl. But I bet you, Kelsey's screaming right now. You guys still don't believe in us. It's crazy to me. It's no, nobody thinks I'm a great tight end. I, it's completely crazy. What? You're the best tight end. You're Carmen the best tight end ever, ever. Ever. You're basically, yeah, it's you and Gronk, and you're, yeah. Him and you're, co- you're coming up on the outside on it Gronk. It drives yeah. me it cr- crazy. It cracks me up. This it was more my, like cracks yeah. me up. I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is just too much, man. Everybody's taking receipts. Put some but receipts. There are no receipts. Our name. That's the problem. That's what I don't, I don't get. No it. Receipts. I don't get it. Your receipts are are a ghost. Like, are, are null and void. Yeah, it's they it, don't exist. It's hilarious. He screams it puts some some respect on our name. Nobody on the foot in the football universe has anyone other than Patrick Mahomes as the best quarterback. <laughs> Nobody. Say my name. Say you know, my name. At this point, Nobody. Andy's as well regarded as anybody. Travis Kelsey's well, as well regarded as anybody. Everyone <laughs> believes that Spags is a great defensive coordinator. Casey's a great place to play. They're incredible. Like, they're literally the model franchise, and they're like, oh, nobody believes in us. No, actually, you're the model franchise of the league. Their run run has resurrected the conversation, even though you don't buy it completely. Hey, Matt Nagy, he might have a chance at a head coaching job sometime down the road here. Boy, Mahomes loves it. That's how good we believe in the Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. Like, Matt Nagy might get another job because of it. So, we believe in you, Travis. You guys are awesome, actually. Fabulous. Send this audio to Travis Kelsey. I won money on you. Thank you. We're in. We're buying. We're buying We're, Chiefs. Buying in fact, Chiefs there were a lot stock. of people that had, we all had the same. Those of us who played the Chiefs had the same refrain. The Eagles are probably a better team, 1 through 53, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I can't bet against Patrick oh, Mahomes. And Kelsey. And I don't Kelsey, want to bet yeah. against Mahomes and Kelsey, so that's literally why. That's I where my money went. The Kansas City My Chiefs. money went on the Chiefs, but nobody gave you guys yeah. a chance. Yesterday, Stephen A is saying Patrick Mahomes may win seven Super Bowls. Oh, boy. No, Don't don't let Travis Kelsey hear that. I guess yeah. not. Now, Oop. seven's going to be tough to get, though, I will say. That seems like an all-time impossible kind of. I mean. He's got two at 27. I think it's impossible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got to just be more efficient. Hmm. He's got to win the ones he gets to. 
Here's the seven deal. And That's ten, the hard seven part, and right? ten is one hell of a rate. Seven and three, right? Yeah, yeah seven and three. That's mm-hmm. one hell. Seven yeah. winning percentage in the Super Bowl, right? Matches your like it, career winning percentage. Right. It's crazy good, man. But he's going to have to be efficient. Mahomes is going to have to win five of five, right? You can't like have too many misses. In Think there. about it too. Like Mahomes makes everyone better, including coaches. Yeah, but Andy's also there was as you said on Monday. This was a master class in coaching, especially in the second half in the red zone, when they actually. The, the the coaching the plays yes. corn dog he ran corn dog throw mm-hmm. twice on both sides of the field corn dog yeah you, I love corn dog you I'm would give you a name for it right. yeah. yeah it's called corn dog it's, it's called what corn dog Peter King can't it's not believe called it. corn dog oh, yeah, is it called corn dog there's nothing better than a good corn dog with some mustard and, and uh, ketchup he doesn't but go into the he doesn't step into the huddle and say corn dog oh no he says corn dog he does he says corn dog see awesome. like. Corn dog right, corn dog left. left. <laughs> my, my my point is is that when Andy does decide to step away, the, the, the constant with Brady in his first six with the Patriots was Belichick was still there, so the coaching was right. still important. You just wonder what will happen when Andy steps away. Yeah, like it won't be the same. Like you can think and hope that it will be a seamless transition. To Matt Nagy. He's a mastermind of offense. It won't be. To whoever. You're right. But you, I would put money on that there will be a dip in the yeah. the coaching. They traded but, a phenomenal talent and, and played offense differently than they had the last couple years and were still the best, most efficient offense in the league. Yes. Think about that. Well, yes, but I will also point out this is where Brett Veach and Andy Reid knowing, too, that having Tyreek Hill last year, he they fed him. And... In some cases, Patrick Mahomes forced to the detriment. Yeah, that, that, and they were actually a better, less predictable offense that's this a, season that's, because that's a good point. you you recognize, hey, the quarterback we have is a generational talent, and let him just go and see the field. Don't put the extra burden of trying mm. to make your diva wide receiver happy. Mm. What do you guys think? We had, I guess, I mean, I, I think wasn't it Peyton Manning that said one of the Manning casts that that halftime adjustments are the most overrated yes, thing in the world? Yes, both Eli and Peyton. Your said dude's it. always said that, but, but do you don't you, have that much time. I in get there. it, but wow. with this Super Bowl, with the extended period of time, do you believe bit. that that the Chiefs did significant made significant adjustments at halftime mm-hmm. because they had the extended I, time? I they probably had more time to go ahead and do it, but. Adjustments are being made on the sideline. That's what you always say. Yeah, yeah. I go. You you come off. You, you come off after and right series. away. Quarterback's looking at what he's looking at. Your receiver group is getting together. Then they bring the offense together and say, "Okay, this is what's going to happen." Everybody's getting their instructions. How are we going to deal with this? How are we going to deal with this? This is a different look we haven't seen before. What are we going to do? How are we going? What's the call? You're doing all of that, right? You know, the Rams came out one time. They had an F cross motion from fullback went from one side to the other side. We never saw it. We saw it. They ran it twice in like the first quarter. Both times it was a draw. And then the third so time? So then the alerted. Then we shut it down. Yeah. We played the New Orleans Saints in 93, and we were flowing a little bit too fast. We had to stop where we're at. They gained, in the first quarter, they might have gained 78 yards rushing. For the rest of the game, they were shut down, though, because yeah. we made the adjustment during yeah. the first and second quarter. Not waiting until halftime to make a uh, you know adjustment. You're adjusting the whole game. You are. I just wonder if because yeah. you have an extended period of time at the halftime that maybe there is something to the adjustment. Oh yeah, halftime adjustment and a Super Bowl right. yeah. because of the circumstances. Because it was 12 minutes before it was 29 minutes. There. Yes. Well, their de- Kansas City's defense Not finally just that, got. But you can give Patrick Mahomes 
the the necessary the shot. shot. That helped more than anything. Yeah. And Casey's defense finally came up with a couple of stops in the second half. Yeah. Eagles had the ball for 24 minutes in the first half. Yeah. 24 they, minutes. Now, I don't know if I completely believe them, but they did say that Mahomes did not take any pain-killing oh, really? injection. They said, you know, that's where he t- used halftime. He wanted to be with his teammates at halftime. He could have took a topical, though. Yeah. No, I'm just saying Could've they have... Yeah, pulled, not they, an injection, they, but a topical. They have done what they can to kind of, you well, know... You take side, side I took the some Toradol in a, in a pill form right. oh, to really? practice. Oh, sure. Yeah. You can take Absolutely. It I don't know if they do Injection or a pill. Yeah, that's tough. That's that stuff was fantastic. It was. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, you criticize yeah. it if you've never you had it. Practice. No, no, I was trying to remember. Dude. I could. Uh, we were talking about it at the Super Bowl party, uh, the Super Bowl get-together I was at, and I couldn't remember the name of it. I'm like, man, I was going to text you because I couldn't remember. Oh, Tortle? Tortle? I couldn't Tortle. remember the name of it. And you're yeah. going, wow, I've talked about it forever. I'm like, it was on the tip of my tongue. Jeez, so good. And I was trying to tell these guys, I'm like, I, uh, if he's going to take anything, it'll be this. Because yeah. they, Waddle, the you're going to say it. It's not a narcotic, so it's not addictive. No, it is, though. Is it? It's, an, it anti, it's an anti-inflammatory right. with, with a narcotic it. effect. It's got a little narcotic in it, which means your trainers can't give it to you. It's got to be prescribed by a doctor, which is where the NFL fell into trouble the time so that they brought the DEA Is it classified as a? Yes. Is it? I didn't yes. Know that. yes. 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 You can't buy Tordal over the counter, I think. No. Yeah, you need a, no, uh, you right. need a prescription to get Tordal. But it's hard stuff. I mean, you got to be careful with that, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do, what do you mean by hard stuff? Well, it's not blue chew. It's but effective. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's, it's effective. effective. Oh, it was the best thing that I yeah. ever used. <laughs> And when yeah, they started I limiting, really? I had a torn tendon or a tendon that was just barking behind my knee. Yeah. I couldn't practice; like I would limp. Wani's yelling at until, you. Yeah, until <laughs> until on, you Wano. take it to go practice, and then next thing you <laughs> know, you'd be Chicago, okay. Chicago, get over here! And then you, then it would wear off, and then yeah, you'd limp you to your car after practice. Yeah, it's brutal. It's crazy. Brutal. You do what you got to do, right, Johnny? That's right. Smoke a heater. <laughs> what? Smoke a heater, kid. Smoke a heater. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Mellor. Uh, so Mellor, he's like Yerk over. He's got the streaming soccer on his. Listen, this is a, we got this the Champions League up here. I've got the biggest game going on in the Premier League probably for the rest of the season. Is that Whoever right? Whoever wins this game, Man City Arsenal is probably going to go on and win the league. I would imagine. Man City up one nothing. It's one no, one it's now. One nil. Oh, oh so who scored? We had, a, uh, we had a penalty by Saka converted Saka? for Arsenal. So yeah. Um, so that one's one one. Saka or Saka. 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 Saka and a Saka. There is a Yes, yes. Saka is playing Saka. S A K A, not X A K A. X H A K A. X H A X A. We get some snow here in the next four hours? I hope so. Are we? You hope so? Yeah, let's get about 10, 12 inches. No. No. Uh uh. I like snow. That's dumb. What are you guys crying about? That's a dumb thought. 10, 12 inches. What were you going to say about So. Before we distract Your you. thoughts on uh, Rick Hahn and the White Sox addressing the media and Mike Clevenger, who I haven't seen yet, right? He hasn't met I don't the media. know. That's why Jesse know, never joined yeah, us. Yeah, Jesse was tomorrow. saying they, Jesse they might. join us. But, it's a uh, disastrous offseason for the White Sox. They did very little. The one guy they, they signed got, an got this hanging on, over yeah, they now. They got on yeah. ESPN. You know, like, and I don't know what the rules are if he's not on the exempt list, if they could. They no, can't. Send, no, they they can't. can't. Major League Baseball is the only one that can put him on administrative right. okay. leave. And Rick, so, yeah, Rick Hine has said this is really their only path. Yeah. Okay. So we're. See, because I, I would have appre- I would have said, I said to Yurko, I was like, I wish I could, they would just. Listen, we don't want the headache right now. We don't want to deal with this. We know it's under investigation. Let it play out. But Yurko brought it up. He goes, well, was that allowed? I said, it might not be within the collective right. agreement. And it's not. I, well, they can't. It, the only. 
the only group that can is the commissioner commissioner can put him on administrative leave. And Hans said, quote, it was the only option to let the investigation play out and wait for a decision from the commissioner's office. And I have to believe, too, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they don't really have anything in their um, CBA to allow for putting him on administrative leave during spring training. Like yeah, during right. the regular season, I wouldn't be surprised at all right. if Clevenger, if he's, if if, if it's not They're complete, not done yet, they place him on, you know, like if the commissioner uh, puts him on the, the same list. Well, that that's Trevor what Bauer you want them right. to do, right? Is do yes. your investigation. If if all of the allegations turn out to be, you know, true and just, then the league will suspend him, and that takes the White Sox off the hook financially, right? Because and the only reason Car- Meller and I have had this conversation. If if what is being if what is being presented is one hundred percent accurate, you don't want to be the group that is giving that guy ten million dollars. So I get it. No. What you want to do is just you know clean your hands right, of him right. and make the statement to your fan base that we're not yeah. going to tolerate this. But if you do that and then owe him anything, then you're giving someone millions of dollars who doesn't deserve it. Mm. So you understand what yeah. I mean, like. It's not about saving face or it's not about doing it because we want to save money. You're doing it because you don't want to. You, if you, he goes on that list, you don't owe him? Or if he's suspended well, by you baseball, don't, you don't owe him? Well, you don't want anyone to pay him like, no, because he's no. not worthy. Yeah, he, well, and, and he's, at that point, if your if invest, investigation shows that he has violated the domestic abuse policy, right. well, then you've got an easy out. That's right. And, there's, and you don't there's own no, anything. There's really no form anything. Yes. recourse for him in that situation. Yeah. Rick Hahn did also say today that the confidentiality of the Major League Baseball investigation that, kept the Sox from knowing about yeah. the allegations against Clevenger. He also added that um, he understands why Clevenger himself did not disclose them. Mm-hmm. But he said that the Sox will have to review how they can improve their background check mm. process. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is one of the complaints that, you know, does resonate. Like, you could have... You can't tell me you can't get a good, at least somewhat of an idea who somebody is. Oh, by, we already by, have an idea who yes. he is before this. Let's right. not kid ourselves. Right? I yeah, mean, I mean, guy's been a knucklehead for years. Yeah, to be and quite that's, honest. Yeah. Now this is this is next level stuff that cannot be tolerated and should not and will not be tolerated. But he's been a little bit of a knucklehead in his last couple of stops. He's created some problems. So yeah, so that uh, cloud hangs over the White Sox as they begin uh, spring training. Off season has been yeah. a cloud. You know, uh, and, and I said to Yurko, maybe they shock us though. They stay healthy and Grafal on tap something. I heard your optimism. Merit, I heard your optimism. Like they're good, but this whole offseason's been just there's a cloud over the whole thing for But them. that almost to me feels like okay, it's baseball. Sometimes crazy things happen. The one thing we haven't talked about a lot, but I wonder the void that is going to be left now with Jose Abreu and and granted I didn't want them to resign him, but you, like anybody, Carm, knows that when the Houston Astros are in on a guy, that scares me a little bit, right? Well, and so he made a lot of sense for them, considering the you know the vacancy that they had. And no, 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 you're right. Like I understand, you have Andrew Vaughn. You needed you needed a spot for him in the lineup. You have Aloy Jimenez. You ha- you added Andrew Benintendi, who is clearly going to be your starting left fielder. Yeah. So you didn't really have a spot for Jose Abreu. But even if his numbers dropped off a little bit last year, let's not I still diminish think he hit. No, I know. the leadership that he had inside that clubhouse. And yeah. that's I, I don't I, know. This is what I would say yeah. to you. Uh, who steps look, up. Look, if if your group is good at making decisions, you'll find a way to replace his stats with somebody younger and you can move forward. Isn't this the opportunity? Is this, is this group good at making well, that, decisions? My, my point is, is getting rid of Jose Abreu in itself, to me, isn't a heartbreaking thing to do because he is getting older. The power numbers aren't there. He, be, well, he yeah. led the no, league in right. singles last year, didn't he? 
He might or have. Or something he of that. Like, I don't know off the top of my head. He I'm certainly didn't have the slug that he's usually had. Right. So, and you've got a bunch of guys yeah. who can you know, fit that profile. If you're good at identifying things and replacing guys I hope they're good with younger it. versions. Like then, Mother said, I don't know if they're good at well, it. Well, that's the problem. There's your rub. All right. What else is on the show, boys? We got uh, Todd McShay's mock draft yes. as well. And by the way, he had some interesting audio uh, on Get Up this morning. Yeah. Mellor's got more football Woo-hoo-hoo. thoughts than he knows what to do with. Good. Uh, Colin Cowherd says the Bears should trade Justin Fields. Yeah, I don't listen to a lot of what he says. Well, For some reason or other, it's featured on my, my computer. <laughs> they keep their own Colin Cowherd on there. And I listen to I'm just like, how do I get rid of him? It's like you have a Colin filter. Can you put a Colin filter on your? Why can't I get rid of this? You can you can probably block it. I can show you how to block that uh, Cowherd feed. Ridiculous. When a when a prominent sports uh, talk show host says the Bears should trade Justin Fields, at the very least, I want to poke some holes in his argument for why. He's not the first person to suggest this. Mike Tannenbaum, I've heard say it. There have been others. And listen, Todd McShay this morning said if he was the Bears. He would trade Justin Fields and draft Bryce Young. He mm. believes Bryce Young Boy. is a mini Patrick Mahomes. Well, you got some, yeah, you got some sound coming. So yeah, way. we're gonna play you that mini, all right. All right, yeah. sounds oh, that, good. That's, boys. that's my concern. That, mine too. Yeah, that he's your your size yeah. or my size, yeah. and you can't play. I mean, good luck. Yeah, talking all time outlier if that hits. That's yeah. just a fact. Maybe he is. That's Maybe he's just fact. that special. All right, boys, have a great show. Waddle and Sylvie are next. We I'll will see you tomorrow. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Sylvie Meller and for Sylvie today here on ESPN 1000 and the Bears number one overall pick is the content gift that just keeps on giving Waddle. It's going to be for quite some time. It absolutely is. We are going to be talking lots and lots about what the Bears should be doing with that number one overall pick for a long, long time. Everyone's got thoughts. And because the NFL is king. And lots and lots of people have moved on to the NFL draft and yeah. what should be done. They are going to be the center of a, of attention in the NFL universe until we have the draft here. Yes. And get up this morning was no different. They, I woke up this morning. You got up. Got the kid. I got up. That's, got good, up. that's a good call. Yeah. I uh, got the kids off to school. And then, I don't parent anymore, so I didn't have to do that. Mine are still at uh, 12 years old. They still uh, need a little bit of help with breakfast and getting the lunches together. So. I don't even have kids anymore at home. Well, My youngest is 19 in college. Well, listen, if, if you I want. Had those, I had those moments. If you want, Sylvie will send Mason and Braxy over I'm for a week for or now. so if you'd like. Good. And you could definitely uh, rekindle those warm feelings of parenting in the morning. So after I got the kids, though, off to school, I tossed on Get Up. And I don't know if it's just because I'm in this seat and... I'm more compelled to do so, but I tossed it on quickly, and I saw them tease Todd McShay's new mock draft. I think it's actually his first mock draft, or his first post-Super Bowl mock post-Super draft. Post-Super Bowl mock draft. Yeah, I, I get my mock drafts 1.0, 2.0, 7.1 confused. Well, I mean, listen, there's going to be a mock draft per day from here to the actual draft. Yeah, so I think you're right about that. Get and, ready for it. So, and But, hey, Todd McShay, one of the foremost draft aficionados, so when he puts one out, it is definitely... One of the ones where I take a little more interest in, and 
Certainly nobody should be surprised, but he does have the Bears treading away the number one overall pick to, I think, the team that we all have them circling as a potential landing spot, right, in the Indianapolis Colts. Well, Jim Irsay let you know yesterday as they introduced their new coach, is it Shane Steichen? Correct. uh, As they introduced him and he was on the dais, the three-man dais, Mm -hmm. the, the table for them, the press conference, it was him, Chris Ballard, and their new head coach. And as usual, he was more than willing to let you in on what he's thinking and basically said he liked the kid in yeah. that Bryce kid in Alabama, if right? You Something it. Jim Mercer yesterday. We're not hiding you know, no one can shy away from the fact what quarterback means in this league and how we have to look going forward where where Shane and Chris really, you know, dig into this draft and really see where you're at. Do you stay put? Do you trade up? You know, there, there's many things you can do. Uh, they took Jalen in the second round. So, trade um, back. Yeah, trade back. So um, he likes that'll picks. Be a, that'll be a Twitter freaking quote. <laughs> he, he likes picks. Uh, 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 although the Alabama guy doesn't look bad, I tell you. Um, but uh, uh, it'll, be, it'll be exciting, and I think that shows um, that we have talent here, those games. So we're looking forward um, to Shane really coming in and utilizing that talent. We're not hiding, you know, no one can shy away from the fact what quarterback means in this league. So there yeah. you go, Jim Irsay yesterday. He said something similar to that, you know, weeks ago before they even hired a new coach. That they'd, or I think it was Chris, it was Chris Ballard, Ballard who said they will do whatever it takes to move up if there's a guy that we... We like, we covet, we'll, we'll move heaven and earth to go get him. Yeah, key takeaway here is that the Colts front office decision makers are terrible poker players. Yes, and they're going to draft a quarterback. So. And, and oh, by the way, that wasn't all that Jim Mercer had to say. He also tweeted out this morning at 8.05 a.m., my relationship with the Chicago Bears goes back more than 60 years, dot, dot, dot. And with that accompanying message, he had a photo of him at the Lincoln Park Zoo, sitting on a bear, riding on a bear, like I get it. It's that was prob that picture's probably taken what sixty plus years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, I- I'm glad that in 2023, I don't believe you can get a bear ride over there at I, uh, the Lincoln Park Zoo or any other. I think zoo. There's a little more red tape surrounding I would bear rides. Think, these yeah. Days. I mean, like it, it's so funny when some of the youth of our station saw the picture. They're like, "Oh my god!" Like, well, how? Like, look, I hate to tell you guys. You did the same thing. No, but my point to everyone, to Jake and to you, Tyler, was, look, we didn't have seatbelts back then. Well, I no, So, it, like, the thought of being on a bear ride, it was like, oh, my God. I was like, yeah, that's not advisable. But they did a lot of crap back in the day. We did as kids or we were allowed to do or our parents made us do things that you shouldn't do. I get pictures of me and my brother shamefully dressed as twins, despite the fact we're two and a half years different in age, same shorts, plaid shorts, same shirts, horizontal stripes, black socks, black kid shoes, in a gondola for two, going up the hill of the Great Smoky Mountains with no security bar. Like 50 feet in the air. Like there are things that were done 60 years ago, or in my case, 50 years ago, that... You're not allowed to do anymore, thankfully. Listen, don't millennial. But, but the picture of yeah. Jim Irsay on, a on back of a bear at Lincoln Park, at Zoo. Lincoln Park Zoo is still shocking. 
But you have to be amused by the fact that the Colts owner yes. is is sending every possible message to Ryan Poles and the Bears that, yes. hey, we'd like to play ball. We'd like to get in on that first overall pick. And don't millennial shame Tyler, because I believe it was Danny. It was probably who, Danny, Who yes, showed the true. absolute most apprehension yeah, about I don't even think you had seen the picture, had you, Tyler? No, I had seen time? the picture. You had? Yeah. Miller sent this to us but this morning. Look, I don't know. Is, is Jim Irsay actually just I don't, burping up thoughts? Or do you think he's like crazy like a fox? Like he gives you the Alabama, the kid at Alabama. You know, is, is he, he saying that but thinking that Will Levis from Kentucky is actually the guy that they're interested in? It's, it's a great question. Is he trying to drive up the price on the Houston Texans? Yes. Hoping they'll move up to trade for that first when overall pick. When they weren't going to... Draft with, a kid at, right, from with, Alabama at all. With Will Levis as the... It's it's a great, great question, and I think it's a fair question to ask. Nevertheless, Todd McShay sees oh, the dropped, smoke signals going up. He dropped a football on you, didn't you? And, and, and yeah, all yeah. I know is, is I was just sitting at my desk not really paying attention at home, and all of a sudden I just start getting bombarded with texts from you. Yes, that's what happens when you watch Get Up. So Todd McShay... Exactly. Then, doesn't matter who's watching yeah, Get Up. Yeah, that person is compelled to send texts. Whoever's sitting in this chair, part of the yes. contractual agreement is you have to watch Get Up in the morning. So that is me today. And Todd McShay dropped this doozy as he was breaking down his mock draft with Greeny, and I believe Herm Edwards and and uh, Ninkovich, Rob Ninkovich, were on set as well. You'll hear them be stunned in the background. I think he's special. And, and listen, he's undersized. and that's. Gonna- of course, he being Bryce Young. I think he's special. And, and listen, he's undersized. And that's going to be the whole conversation leading up to the draft. Five, ten and a half is what I was told by an NFL scout Oof. who went and measured him in the summer. And when I talked to him before the Mississippi State game, he said, I bulked up to about 193. And he's working with the nutritionist. It's just, it, it's not normal for his frame to be over 200, but I think he's going to get there. So the biggest concern is, can he stay durable and healthy throughout his career? But I think he's a smaller version of Patrick Mahomes. The presence he has in the pocket, the ability to feel pressure coming, the ability to make to see the whole field and make all the throws with really good touch and timing. He's, a di- he's different than all these other guys. I sit here and I watch tape over and over again, and I, Will Levis has a great arm. Anthony Richardson is the most physically talented. C.J. Stroud had an unbelievable career at Ohio State, but Bryce Young is different. A mini Patrick Mahomes. Look, that could be. Uh, this is Todd watches more tape than anyone, maybe than, you know, not as, as the same amount as. No, I think he watches more tape than Mel. Yeah. Could be. Uh, look, I can't. T- Todd is telling you he can get past five ten and a half and one ninety three. Not I can't. Yeah. with the number one overall pick, I just can't. This sport, nobody's getting smaller and slower. Everyone's getting bigger and faster and more physically gifted. And you see Justin Fields get hit out there, yeah. and it cost him a couple of games. You see a lot of quarterbacks get hit and get hurt, and will miss games. I don't think five ten and a half and one ninety three can stand up over the course of an entire season, much less a prolonged career. And when you use the number one overall pick on a player, you can't just be worried. You you can't be worried that that guy is only going to play ten or eleven games for you and maybe only last for five or six years. You just can't do that. I can't do that. Other guys may. Mm-hmm. Other people may say, "Listen, we'll build an offense around protecting him." I can't. I couldn't do that. It's a, that was that to me is something that I can't get past. It's why I don't know if you have 
Do you oh. have the tape of McShea going forward oh, with that? Well, that? That's exactly. So it sets up nicely, though. Of course, that's a fair criticism. Everything you just a, a fair criticism and concern, because in all likelihood, Bryce Young is not going to hit six foot. Even if he bulks yeah, up, he's not going to get taller. I, I doubt he's going to grow. I think I got a little bit taller in my twenties. So yeah, so it's possible, but nevertheless, when he when he measures at the combine, he's probably not going to be six foot. He's probably going to be under six foot. And even if he's working with a nutritionist and he bulks up to two hundred, I think we all can know that what based on what McShay just said there, he's that's not probably going to be his playing weight ideally. Well, it's, and it's, like, it's, it's 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 they're trying to in some ways get you to that magic number of two hundred, right? Just so you can check a box. Well, and, and before you play the, the additional audio there, look, I know what people are going to say. Well, Drew Brees wasn't very big. True, Brew was a little, Drew was a little bit stouter than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Wilson certainly is much stouter than that. Yep. My concern with Kyler Murray really wasn't necessarily his height. It was his was could he, the way he plays the game, could his, his body Physical structure, builds, kind of. yes, could he withstand... And we're seeing now he's trying to come back from an ACL. Um, can it be done? Maybe so. But I'm, I'm personally sitting in this chair telling you there would be too many concerns from, from me that his size would be tremendously detrimental to his how he would be able to play over a period of time in the league. So when you throw that praise onto Bryce Young, it begs a logical follow-up question, man. Okay, Mini Mahomes, that's we're talking about a generational talent here. What do you think the Bears should do, Todd McShay? Listen, I, personally, I would take Bryce Young if I was Chicago. I don't think that's going to be the decision that they make. I think they're going to move back and, and take advantage of the fact that you, you have Houston at two, Indianapolis at four, Las Vegas at seven, uh, seven, I believe, Carolina at nine. There's a bunch of teams that want to move up. How far back do they move? We'll find out. But I, I would do it because I, I would want Bryce Young because I think he's an upgrade over Justin Fields, and I want his rookie contract so I have five years. But I don't think they're going to wind up making that decision, which means they're going to move back with one of these teams. I, I chose Indianapolis at four because I, I, if I'm Chicago and I'm Ryan Poles, a GM, I don't want to move out of the spot where I can't get Will Anderson, the defensive lineman from Alabama, or Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle from Georgia. They're the two special players in this draft that are not quarterbacks. So sound logic from Tad McShay there. I told you guys for the last couple of weeks, if Ryan Poles feels the way that Todd McShay just told you he feels, then Ryan Poles has got to do what Todd McShay tells you he would do. You cannot be making decisions in that chair up at Hallis Hall based on what your perceived job security is or what the perceived reaction from the fan base would be. If you're sold on Bryce Young the way that Todd McShay is sold on Bryce Young, then you've got to draft him. I don't believe I, that's not what I would do. My guess is, is that's not what Ryan Poles is going to do. But you can't be making decisions that, that are, are you know, that are, are in conflict with how you feel. I think that there is some real, I think, first of all, I think that there is some excitement about Justin. He's got to get better at certain things. I think that his his leadership qualities, his football IQ in a lot of ways, I think you put it all together, and I think they are excited about building going forward with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't, I don't, I, I wouldn't make that deal 
Because, again, Bryce Young, as good a player as he is, I'd be scared to death that he'd get hurt in the open game of the season. And injuries happen regard. I get it, but his size would scare me out of making that decision. So I would, I would move on with trading the pick and building around Justin. Um, but if, if, they, if they see things differently up at Hallis Hall and they see the landscape the way that McShay sees it, then you've got to do what's in your heart and in your head. That's the interesting thing, too, because if Ryan Poles does subscribe to what Todd McShay is selling here in regards to Bryce Young being truly special, well, then he's got it's not just the fact that he needs to do that to be the best possible GM, but he's got a true decision to make and no real recourse. He can't in future years say, I always believed Bryce Young was going to be great, but we had Justin Fields. No, 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 no. You've got the number one pick. This in, sets in Kansas up. City, Jeff, what they do when they had Alex Smith, a former number one pick, who was playing well for the Chiefs in prior years. Mm-hmm. What they do? They went ahead and they traded up for Patrick Mahomes. They traded up to the tenth spot and selected Patrick Mahomes, knowing that he would give them the best chance to win in future years. By the way, Patrick Mahomes is six foot two and two hundred twenty five pounds. Yes, he's bigger. You're than... telling me that Bryce Young is five ten and a half at a buck ninety? You can okay. You maybe you get that weight up to two hundred. But I can guarantee you, by the time you get out of training yeah, camp, it's going to fall off. You're, yeah, you're not going to be 200 pounds over the course of the entire season. So, me personally, that would scare the you know what out of me. And if so, that's the question. If Todd McShay, I'm sorry, if if Ryan Poles is steadfast the way Todd McShay believes in Bryce Young, is Ryan Poles secure enough in his job to go ahead and make that bold move? We'll continue to discuss that next here on Waddle and Sylvie. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Jeff Miller in for Sylvie today on Waddle and Sylvie. We're talking Bears reacting to Todd McShay's mock draft today where he has the Bears trading the top overall pick to the Colts and has them selecting Bryce Young. I've heard Ooh. three guys now speak in that with that perspective. To the Colts? The Bears to the Colts? No, or, uh, no, I'm, I jumped the gun there about trading. Oh, yeah. Justin Fields? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so now Todd McShay in his mock draft doesn't say the Bears will trade Justin Fields. He says if he were the Bears, right. he personally would but trade. But he's not predicting that. Correct. He has the Bears trading to the Colts and letting the Colts select Bryce Young in his most recent mock draft. And ultimately say. with that, the Bears gets Jalen Carter at number four. Correct. And some think that if the Bears stayed at one, that's who they would take anyway. Yes, which which is why it does make sense. I do wonder... If Jalen Carter will be on the board, I think you can probably feel pretty safe about either Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, one of those players being available at four, um, with the likely uh, Texans selecting a quarterback number two overall. But the question is, if Ryan Poles believes what Todd McShay is selling, well, then if he's going to do his job correctly, he needs to draft Bryce Young. Yes, he needs to he needs to make the decision that. Is in his heart and his head, not one that he believes the fan base will appreciate, or one that will secure his job's, you know, status for years to come. You got that job based on their evaluation of you being able to evaluate talent and make good personnel decisions. You you got to make the decision that that you are most you has the most most conviction about. James is in Gurney. He wants to talk about this. What's going on, Jimmy? 
Hey, fellas, how are you? Real quick, man. I, okay, I want to say this first of all, that I believe in Justin Fields' talent. I believe his intangibles, his toughness, his leadership. I'm a little bit skeptical about his processing and pocket presence, a little bit. I mean, he throws a great deep ball, but like you, Waddle, when you say take the check downs, getting, throwing people open. So having said that, if, like you guys said, if Pulse thinks that Young's the answer, then go for it. Whether or not how we're going to feel, how I'm going to feel, but if not, but, and what are we going to get in return for trading Justin to even say four to like Indy? Somebody's going to want him, and I think they'll pay big dividends for him moving forward to help us in the future. If you're going to keep Justin, which I think they may, neither here nor there, let's be patient in our, in our, in our free agency as well as if we can get some draft caps for next year just in case. This kid kind of struggles next year. That's what's weird. You throw yourself all in on Justin, or if you have like, I think I know this. I'm just a, so. I guess where I'm coming from is just like if you either have to be 100% guaranteed in your heart that this kid's the kid. Otherwise, if you feel as a GM that that Bryce is the better option, I think Bryce may be a better passer, but I think the intangibles of Justin with size may might. I just think all three of them are going to have similar careers as the three top quarter. I mean, the two top quarterbacks, Young and the kid from Ohio State. I think Justin's a little more talented than them. But like you guys said, if if pace, uh, pace. Oh my God, just slap me oh, in the face. Sure, no. I just say pace. Oh no, my God, no, slap me. No worries, James. But, we, it, you know what I'm saying. So that, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. No, we that's get you. Where I'm at we get you. It's an, it's an interesting point. And Justin Fields actually was on part of my take with Barstool Big Cat, who joins us every Tuesday here on Waddle and Sylvie. He addressed the trade rumors. We'll let you hear what he had to say next.